All right, everybody. Welcome back to Dad Bod History. This is the follow-up episode to the Ides of March Madness. We're coming in hot on our Caesar 16 round. If you stuck around through the whole last episode, you were treated to some real magic, especially once we got into the matchups. Um, I know for me personally, that was about as much fun as we've had doing this. And um, this is one of the highlights of my week is coming into this podcast. So that last episode, uh, when I went through and watched it, there were a couple parts I literally laughed out loud. My dog staring at me and it was good stuff. So um, I'm, I've, I've got high hopes for today, guys. I think it's going to be great. I'm super pumped. And as you said, Jeff, I, I watched it. I've watched the episode twice because it made me giggle so much. So uh, I'm excited to get into this. And uh, I could not sleep. I literally could not sleep last night. I woke up at like 1030 and like matchups were running in my head and I just couldn't like focus. And anyway, I'm way too tired today. And to know result. Jake's, uh, I guess, like focus on this is he didn't even know we had an actual bracket he could go look at he just has it all <laughs> yeah. in his head i've been Until pouring what, over this uh, bracket three minutes ago three all week ago, ago all week yeah. and uh yeah it's just a fantastic setup i loved it when you were doing the 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 matchups and you were doing the points and like you would be like as we were debating you'd add a point and then you're like oh maybe not and then you take another point no, i away. changed my mind I'd rather yeah. have a piece of bread watch my children than a human. So <laughs> I'm uh, minus that. and plus. Wait, 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 wait. You, you can't you can't reduce it to that. It was what bread, what circum, what human, a psychopath, yeah. Eric, literal psychopath. Wait, I don't yeah. remember hearing that he was a psychopath. They all were, but I'm, I'm vamping. It's okay. It's he was probably not babysitter material. Let's be honest. Yeah. Most men aren't. All right. Um, <laughs> so All right. let's, let's do let's this take a look at these matchups real quick uh we've got uh number one seed marcus aurelius versus number 16 constantine the great we have number 24 kaiser roll huge jake <laughs> uh versus number eight caligula yeah. we've got number five julius caesar versus number 12 titus uh 13 seed dark catherine the great of russia versus uh Number four seed, Cincinnatus. Uh, number three, Tiberius versus number 14, Tsar Peter of Russia. Russia has gotten all its all its uh, participants through to the second round. Uh, number 11, Hadrian, who built the wall, uh, versus number six, Caesar Augustus, the first emperor of Rome, the first, the first imperator. Uh, number seven, Nero versus number 23, Caesar Milan. And uh, number eight, Diocletian versus number two, Claudius. So those are the matchups we're going to start with. That's our uh, Caesar 16 round. All right. So our Caesar 16. So we had uh, we had eight original matchups. Um, a little. This is a little different uh, bracket. The way it looks when you have 24 participants, it's uh, it's not a uh, it's not a great multiple for doing this. So uh, anyhow, we have uh, another round of eight right now. So let's jump in with our number one seed, Marcus Aurelius, against 16-seeded Constantine. Um, one odd little thing on here, sometimes, and you'll notice this as you were going through the last episode, Eric, sometimes you ended up making this best of three points. Sometimes it was best of six points. I think it kind of depended on, on how the various questions <clears throat> broke down. Yeah, because um, sometimes Jake and I would, would split a question. I, I was like, well, give them one point each. Do we? I don't know what the standard is. 
I don't know what we want to go with. Hey, I don't. It, it worked. We we got to where hey, we as long as to. we have. Yeah, we have one number bigger than another one. That's it. We've got yep. we've got a very dynamic scoring system that worked beautifully. So anyhow, so Constantine, uh, he played in against Kaiser Wilhelm, beat him two to one, and uh, so he's up against Marcus Aurelius. So uh, we it's have almost a, some. It's almost a warm up for Constantine beating Kaiser Wilhelm. It wasn't even that much of a, a match, really. Yeah. No, but they were they were basically seated the same. But anyhow, all right. So, uh, Eric, let's start with you on this one. Which of these contestants do women prefer? <laughs> Marcus Aurelius or Constantine? That's a really good question. Uh, it's the question, Eric. So I've got a few notes here, and I'm going to just just quick take a look. And if I go based on something very, I'm sure you researched the sex appeal of all these candidates. Constantine right? had uh, who is the most prolific lover? <laughs> oh wait, sorry, Marcus Aurelius had four. His issue was fourteen, so fourteen children to uh, okay. Constantine's. Uh, let me see here. Trifle of six, so. Based on that, I'll say Marcus Aurelius. This this could demonstrate that Marcus Aurelius is a selfish lover, Eric. How does that uh, fit into the the equation? I don't know. I'm just just going to stick with – I'm going to stick with Marcus Aurelius here. Uh, Okay. uh, (laughs) All right, Jake, uh, how about you? Which, uh, Which of these gentlemen do women prefer? You know, I, the, I'm going to say Marcus Aurelius, but I'm going to say for a different reason than his proclivity for having kids. Um, I would say because he's the philosopher emperor, so he's better with his words. He's, he's able to, to be thoughtful and, uh, and, um, and rational and, and able to not immediately start swinging a sword every time something doesn't go your way. Um, so I think people in general and, and women specifically would prefer that in a person. Um, whereas Constantine, while he was a good emperor and uh, he did a, a great thing, he's not known as a philosopher first, whereas Marcus Aurelius was. And I think that's to his credit. Yeah, I, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, he was known as the great wooer. Is that right? No, Was I he? just made that up. Okay. I, 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 would I seriously it. doubt it. Yeah, I, I, I would love it too, because <laughs> that would be amazing. Okay, so Marcus Aurelius uh, takes two from Constantine there. Uh, into the next question, Jake, you first. All right. Which name works better in a limerick? <laughs> I don't know much that rhymes with Aurelius, which... Could make it great. Uh, one of my father's I know, gr- gr- great limericks had the word hexahydronical in it, which I isn't. know. An, I know an old man named Marcus. No, Aurelius. You got to get something like Bore, uh, Aurora Borealis in there. That's got to be part of the limerick for Marcus Aurelius. Um. Okay. So you had at least one rhyme, but that's a tough one. And then Constantine. You know, I, I don't know. I'm going to say Marcus Aurelius. 
I'm not good at limericks. I'm not good at rhyming things, but I feel like there's a, there's a lyrical lilt to his name. Like there's a, and almost a syncopation to when you say his name, Marcus Aurelius, like that's a, a name that flows. So I think you could find a way to fit that into a limerick if you had to, whereas Constantine, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of bleh as, a, as far as a Constantine. Okay. That's great. But I, I think Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. I feel like uh ice cube or Eminem could do some real magic yeah. with the word Aurelius. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about the word Aurelius, Aquarius, is, Aurelius. is you can it's you can condense some of those those syllables too. Um, the only thing that comes to mind is like iambic pentameter would sound a lot better. That's what, yeah, Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius. So, so I, I would and say it's, Marcus, it's Marcus and Re- Marcus Antonius Aurelius Pius. Like that's nice. That's really nice because Constantine is. Well, Constantine is Flavius Valerius Constantinus. It's not going to work. Sorry, Marcus Aurelius for me too on that. Yeah. The limerick. All right. Um, that makes he, question three irrelevant. Marcus Aurelius advances in he a. Swept uh, it. Yeah, he's he, he mercy wow. ruled him there. That's uh, well, he skunked <laughs> it. Not many sixteen seeds make it past the one. So. No. Yeah, and even with questions like these, um, the fact that. Uh, Okay, looking for my bracket to update. There it is. All right, four to nothing. All right, um, batting down the hatches, guys. It is his uh, number eight Caligula. He's been waiting around in the locker room for the scrappy Kaiser roll. That's right, Kaiser roll against number eight Caligula. Uh, Before we get into this, Eric, any predictions here? I mean, I, I love underdogs. I think the Kaiser roll is just going to keep rolling, but we will see how the questions pan out for both of them. All right. Yeah. You, um, all right. Let's I, do this. I, I, I got to say I'm pulling hard for the Kaiser roll. Um, yeah. And Caligula, he's more notorious and famous. This is great. Okay. Um, Jake, let's start with you. Which of these two Kaiser participants? Wait. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Ha, has more nicknames. Oh, well, that's actually. Um, well, Caligulum is his nickname, Little Boots. That's what Caligulum means. Right. So, I I mean, that right there tells you he's got a big nickname. What else would you call a Kaiserol? A hoagie? Vienna roll, hard roll, water roll. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Eric, keep going. Boom. That's that's all I have. <laughs> that's three more than Caligula. There's also variations um, of the Machetta and the Rosetta. Probably good in the Limerick, by the way. Well, and you could put pulled pork on it. I mean, you could put any type of meat in it and just call it that sandwich. Pulled pork on a Kaiser. A sub on a Kaiser. I feel like There's... these questions are specifically geared. No, no. <laughs> Nothing are about you? this is weird. Are you judging the integrity of the selection committee, Eric? I would never. I okay. would never. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess that answers it is Kaiser Roll's got way more nicknames. Caligula's just got the one. And that was well, the question, Cal- which had more. Caligula has his original name, which is Gaius or Gaius. Uh, Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. And uh, I mean, that's his regnal name. So he's just got the two. Yeah. 
Was that was the question has more or which one has a better one? Which has yeah. more? Okay, okay more well, it's nicknames. Kaiser Roll. Jeez, Kaiser Roll's coming out. You know, I'm like, giving Kaiser Roll two points here, Eric. I don't know if you're yeah, that's score, that's how you know, put that's, it. Uh, that's like hitting sleep four on threes right off. Yeah. Oh, the glycemic load is forty. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be tough he's, to come back from that. He's got all the stats. Okay. Um. Next question, Eric. We're gonna start with you. Which would be a funnier subject for a Monty Python sketch? Kaiser Roll or Caligula? This is uh, not designed to be slanted towards Kaiser Roll, who I clearly am favoring in this thing. Caligula. No, Monty is Python right for this. Uh, there's I Monty Python would would go right at the historical figure. That just seems to be their MO. Um, they've done it, it's basically what they're famous for. So it has to be Caligula, and they could make fun of him for days. Well, and also, if I'm not mistaken, Caligula was a uh, he was a sexual deviant among all of his other proclivities. So that also fits in a Monty Python's uh, oh, wheelhouse. Yeah, he was he was the one Roman sexual deviant. <laughs> just, just the one. <laughs> After him, they said was, no more of he that. Was so devious that he was the most devious, the most deviant did this. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I second, I agree with Eric. Caligula would be the one that they would definitely go after. Um, I mean, trying to name your horse as console that that's just waiting for Monty Python to do something with it. Um, I'm surprised that that bit of history didn't come from a Monty Python sketch. That is, it almost should. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. okay. So are we not keeping score at home? We yeah. We're not it up. That's two to two. Um, I, this last one's a toss-up. I don't know where you guys are going to go with this. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Jake, let's start with you. Which would you rather be stuck in an elevator with? <laughs> Is that even a question? <laughs> that Hold is on. the question. Hold on. Food or a sexual Obviously, deviant? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not even a question. It's a Kaiser roll. I would not want to be within a hundred miles of Caligula. Yeah. Eric, you could tie don't, it up or you can give no. this to Kaiser. Don't even ask me. It's Kaiser roll <laughs> walking away. Kaiser roll advances. Yes. Yes. They said it couldn't be done. He's now in the Imperator eight. He's moving on, baby. All right. Oh, update my bracket. I just want to see it. Kaiser Roll moving on for a date with Marcus Aurelius. The number one seed is quaking in his sandals right now. Oh, my gosh. He was, okay. you know, Marcus Aurelius, he was celebrating. He was popping the bubbly in the locker room. And he heard what? They did, he did what? Yeah. Ooh. All right. You know, I, I expected big things out of Caesar salad. I wrote Kaiser Roll off. Kaiser yeah. Roll had... There's yeah. no chance. Amazing. This is actually making me not interested at all in the actual the basketball actual tournament coming up. I'm just like, <laughs> none of it means anything. All yeah. I care about is Kaiser roll at this point. Yep. All I know is everybody's bracket is busted. It's Place over. Your bets Forget now. about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Our third matchup of the night. We have our eight seed uh, Julius Caesar who is uh, going up against Titus, the 12th seed. Oh, the fifth seed. Took fifth out seed. Caesar, Caesar is a fifth seed. Oh, I'm sorry. Fifth seed. Don't do him like that's that. What happens, that's what happens when you buy your glasses at CVS. Um, 
Caesar's the fifth seed, Titus the 12. Titus beat Caesar Chavez in the play-in game, uh, beat him handily three to one. Okay, right. um, Jake, who would make a better president of the United States? Modern day president of the United States. Um, you know, I, I think I think I'm going to have to go with the OG uh, Julius on this one, and here's why: um, his ability, al- although he was from a patrician family. Um, he kind of had to raise them up to the stature of the Julii that we know of today. Um, everything he did, he was able to turn it into his favor. Um, he, you know, the way he promoted himself in the Gaelic Wars and the, and the way he was able to make alliances, the first triumvirate with uh, Crassus and um, Pompey, who were like the most powerful men in Rome. I, I think that other than him just being a great general, which he was, his ability to play the politics game is what made him who he was. And as Eric said last week, the reason Caesar crossed the Rubicon is because the Senate was afraid because they're like, the people love him so much. Um, And his ability to get the people on his side, I think would serve him very well as president. Okay, good politician, Julius Caesar gets one. Eric, what do you think? Uh, while I agree with a lot of what Jake said there, <clears throat> um, I think I would prefer a president like Titus. Um, you know, Titus did uh, did some works in the city for Rome. He also helped to relieve a bunch of these disasters, right? Like uh, Vesuvius exploding in 79 and the fire in Rome. Mm-hmm. We talked about those before. Um, he's also considered one of the good emperors by Suetonius. And I just, while I love Julius Caesar, I like his story. It's also one where he upends the Republic and as corrupt as the Senate may have been, I'd rather someone not upend the Republic um, in pursuit of power. And while Titus is an emperor, uh, he did not upend anything to become emperor. So I think I'd prefer Titus Okay, Titus, that's a split. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I stand by my pick, but I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. All right. Uh, he so only ruled for like two years. So. Question, Eric, let's start with you. Who would give... <laughs> so, Bonus fact. All right. A little tack on bonus fact there. Um, Eric, who would give a better toast at your wedding? Titus or Julius Caesar? That's a very curious question. Uh, I'd say Julius. I mean, if Julius can get the the people on his side, then he obviously has a way of words, way with words. Uh, so I, Julius Caesar, I think is the one, he's also a writer, right? He wrote the Gallic Wars. So he has a way with words that that I think is most well known. And so he can talk at my wedding. Oh, you would allow that? Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. Hey, Jules, come on up. <laughs> I mean, although it's it's was originally written by Shakespeare, right? Friends, Roman countrymen, lend me your ears. That that's 
Julius Caesar's thing. So I agree. Um, he was a great orator. Uh, he was a great writer. Uh, and as you said, he's a person that could get the people on his side. So that's definitely who I'd want giving my toast at the wedding. All right. That puts uh, Julius Caesar up three to one. Titus has his back against the wall. Eric, uh, let's start with you again for no good reason at all. Who would you rather, who would you rather drive across country with Julius Caesar or Titus? Julius Caesar knows the lay of the land. I mean, he conquered Gaul. He nearly conquered Germany. You know what? I, I, let me be a little more specific. Okay. On this. We're driving across the American West. <laughs> the modern day American West. You're in the car. You've got XM radio. You got free XM for the weekend. It's perfect timing. You, you might have a decent book on tape. And I said, uh, yeah, I don't know. A nice Dan Brown book. I don't know. You just want someone to shoot the, shoot the breeze with. You want to laugh. You want to cry the whole nine yards. Jay can't I, be there. You I have still, to choose between oh, one of these two. Well, see, that's, that's where it gets really rough. Cause if Jay can't be there, I right. still feel like Caesar's going to have a heck of a lot more better <laughs> stories than Titus. All right. Um, Jake, you want to throw your answer out there just for the heck of it, even though uh, <coughs> Caesar's already walking off the court. I would rather have Titus in this case. But right. I, I Titus think that, leaves a, a meaningless three-pointer yeah. half court. Yeah, I mean, I just think he's uh he's somebody that um wouldn't be talking about himself as much as Caesar would. And I That's think driving point. across the country, that would get in wing after a while. But I think uh, otherwise I feel like that's a shot at me. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Yeah, well, like because he would be like, you know, when I conquered Arizona, you know, when I con yeah, like, like okay, we get it, Jules. Just chill, buddy. Okay, you're great. Yeah, who brought this guy? Man, he yeah. will not shut up. Just eat your beef jerky and let's go to the gas station. So okay, all right. That one's settled. Uh four to two. Julius Caesar advances over Titus. All right. Um, our next matchup, uh, the play-in round, Czar Catherine beat Caesar Salad. Hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I had high hopes for Caesar Salad. Kind of went out. I need to go back and rewatch that episode, see if I can just even see what happened there. But uh, you, you, Odd you note, after the Caesar Salad discussion, especially about anchovies, I brought that up in class today. Okay. I brought that up in class today. And I said, do you guys know what a major ingredient in Caesar salad is? And like five kids knew that it was anchovies. Anchovy paste. Yeah. Anchovy paste. I was like, that's, and they're like, oh yeah, it's great. My dad, I'm like, I had no idea. So apparently wow. everyone so it's knows a real this. thing out there in, uh, in the zeitgeist. And it's just, you just missed it somehow, huh? I'll, I'll get on board. My wife okay. also knew she was not surprised by that at all. So apparently Eric, you and I are the only ones that didn't know this. Yeah, Amy knew it. I, I talked to her about it today. I'm like, hey. She's like, oh, yeah, I knew. Great. Well, you guys both knew this, but you both married well. That's good news. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So anyhow, Czar Catherine took out Caesar Salad and now has a date with Cincinnati, a 13 seed versus a four seed. Um, Jake, we're going to start with you. And I think this is an interesting question. Which one of these two are more people 
talking about today? And and this would be an easy answer if we had a, a Julius Caesar or Marcus Aurelius in there, but uh, these are two of our lesser known figures in here. So, so what do you think, Jake? You know, uh, I uh, lived on across the river from Cincinnati for a couple of years. I lived in Northern Kentucky and I could tell you, I don't know if most people in Cincinnati know what their city is named after. Um, so I think, you know what? And Hulu just came out with a TV show starring Nicholas Holt and uh, Dakota Johnson or Dakota Fanning. I don't know, but uh, called the great. And it was based on Catherine the great. And um, so I'm going to say Catherine the great probably pretty easily is more known and more talked about today uh, than Cincinnatus. I would, I, I'm going to have to agree with that. Um, partly because I know that in, in teaching and in the curriculum that I, I work with and the curriculum that I work with, because I've taught, you know, uh, the middle ages, the <laughs> Renaissance uh, into like enlightenment Europe. I've taught the classic, classical era, right? Ancient Rome and ancient Greece. <clears throat> uh, Cincinnatus rarely comes up as something that is frequently taught as an important figure. Whereas Catherine the Great, this major reformer and progressive in Russia, as far as trying to progress her nation into Western Europe is uh, more frequently taught. And so I think she's more frequently known about than Cincinnatus. Yeah. Well, and that's a, uh, that's a fitting conversation here as we are in women's <laughs> history month and she fits nicely with that as well. So, all right. Uh, Catherine takes the first two. Okay. This next question is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be somewhat subjective as to which answer I prefer personally, but <laughs> who would you want to play these two figures in a movie? Eric, let's start with you. What what actors? Um, I'm going to say no Nick Cage, just because I know where you're going with this. So no Nick Cage. Well, Sorry. He would have been a great Catherine. So he could have done it all. Yeah, he could have done both. So one character for one actor for both or one act? No, no. Okay. Who do you that want to play each? Jake's going to say who he wants to play each. I'm going to choose my my favorite of those four actors. Cincinnatus. Let's start with Cincinnatus, Eric. Who's going to play Cincinnatus in uh, in your biopic? You know, it comes to mind only because I've seen him in something similar to that era. So it comes to mind as Russell Crowe. Give him a beard and a sackcloth and an axe and like a plowshare and done. Is this uh, the 250-pound Russell Crowe of today or the spelt 190 of yesteryear? Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> We'd have to go back a few years or get him a personal trainer. Okay, Russell Crowe and, uh, and how about Kate? Who's playing Kate? That's tricky. Talking young I can or tell old? By the, you pick. I can tell by the look on Jake's face that he already has both of his answers lined up. I do. I'm 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 stumped for somebody to play her. Okay, we're going to come back to you, Eric. Jake, uh, who do you have for for Cincinnati's here? Uh, this popped into my head 
And I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with my gut. Uh, Idris Elba as Cincinnatus. I don't, I think he would be awesome in the, the humble sacrificial warrior. So that, that's well, one. He's also, he's also one of the great actors of his generation. I, I would watch that guy in yeah. literally any role. He's a, yeah. he's amazing. And in the whole story of Cincinnati, right? He's got to go save Rome from the Aquai tribe and, and relieve this besieged army. And, and I just think he would kill it as, at that. Um, you, you would be just chomping popcorn as he gave some inspirational speech. Right the movie Pacific that. Rim does not work without Edris Elba. He I, lended some, some, real, some real gravitas to that movie. He's a heavy hitter. I don't know how they got him to take that role. Man, he turned a good movie into something that was a lot of fun. I know. So, okay, that, 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 that's a great pick. What do you have for Catherine, Jake? Uh, Dame Helen Mirren popped into my head too. First thing when I heard it, I'm like, I bet Helen Mirren could pull off Catherine the Great. So I, uh, I think she's an incredible actress. I think she's been an incredible actress for 30 plus years now. Um, all the way when she was in prime suspect, like in the eighties. So I, I think, uh, she could, she could pull off the gravitas of being the great, she was a great M, arguably the, the best M in the Bond. She was. Franchise. I forgot about that. Yeah. She was an awesome M. Yeah, really good. All right, Jake, you uh you 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 called the timeout, you got some water, you you laced up your sneakers. Who do you got for Catherine the Great there? So I'm gonna go, <clears throat> I'm gonna cast somebody for the young Catherine. They can age her. I think I'm gonna go with Emily Blunt. Ooh. I think she's got. And again, I, I'm kind of taking it from a perspective. First, she's a great actress, but also uh, I do want somebody that can kind of fit Catherine's facial features a little bit and have those eyes. And I think that's Emily Blunt. All right. So now this is up to me. Um, some of these I like better than others. I'm down to two. I cannot shake the image of Edris Elba as a Caesar in a good sandals and sand period piece um i'm going with idris elba and uh so anyhow that gives uh cincinnati is going to get two points based on idris elba that is that is a i he's a great actor i love seeing him i know they really dropped the ball with a dark tower film but him as uh roland just oh yeah he was so good would have been so good to see that continue on with him as roland to shane but <clears throat> is that knotted up? Are we at two, two now? Yep. That's correct. We're at two, two. Um, all right, Eric, let's start with you. Which is more deserving <clears throat> of their own national holiday? Cincinnati or Catherine the great. Uh, so which nation, so Russia would be celebrating Catherine's and ancient Rome, Cincinnati. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. We can put them in their respective countries. Um, I, I, I really feel like Cincinnatus not only saved the early Republic, uh, but he also embodied the virtues that they held on to for so long until they fell into empire. Um, Catherine the great did a lot of great things for Russia, but I think Cincinnatus, since he embodies those virtues, I, I go Cincinnatus. 
All right, Jake, this is up to you. Who's more deserving of their own national holiday? Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to Mount Rushmore this. And if it's funny because if you were to say who's more deserving of a national holiday in America, it would be Cincinnati hands down um, because he's kind of a proto George Washington. Well, and um, we don't elevate Russians. That's not how we roll. So. <laughs> I agree. Um, but man, Catherine the Great expanded the Russian empire a lot in her time. Um, and she really Westernized them. And I think her impact on Russia, because like you said, we don't talk about like Cincinnati, like we talk about Julius Caesar, we talk about Augustus and even the infamous ones. We don't talk about Cincinnati, even though we probably should. I'm going to disagree with Eric. I'm going to say Catherine. I know it puts us in an overtime situation, but I, I got to go Catherine. I think she's, she's more deserving of a national holiday in Russia. All right. Yeah. As you said, our, uh, our very first overtime, uh, we got, uh, yeah, we're knotted up three to three here. All right. I was not, these uh, are, not this is a heavyweight fight right here. These are just, yeah, we're, we're toe to toe. This is, uh, all right. I wasn't ready with an extra question here, but, uh, let's go, <laughs> let's go, uh, let's go straight into, uh, a completely ridiculous question. Jake, let's start with you, which sounds funnier when you say it with a bad French accent. Cincinnati or Catherine the Great? All right. Cincinnati. <laughs> okay. Catherine the Great. Hmm. I don't know. You tell me which one sounds better. Cincinnati. Let's hear him again. Really lean into it here. Cincinnati or Catherine the Great. You know, I like all the extra syllables in the Catherine the Great, but the Cincinnati is. I agree. I felt, I felt better, better with Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah I, I think all the extra syllables actually add dignity to the first one, and that's not what we're going for here. <laughs> so, um, Eric, do you uh, agree or disagree? Are we going? And if you disagree, you have to do a French accent to prove me wrong. So that's the rule. Am I agreeing that that accent was better with Cincinnati? No. You're agreeing that Jake is correct that that what we've already come up with is that Cincinnati <clears throat> sounds better when said with a bad French accent. It does. All right. Boom. He avoids okay, doing so the Catherine accent. Came back the, uh, for, for the three-point heave with 1.2 seconds left. It rimmed out. It's over. Cincinnati we've, advances. So we've got two blue bloods in that next round. Julius Caesar and Cincinnati. Woo. The North savior Carolina of the Republic and, and the destroyer of the Republic. That's a rivalry oh. game right there. That's, that, that's Duke in North Carolina. That's... Yep. Uh, it's going to be something. That's good stuff. Okay. On to our, uh, on to our fifth match of the evening. We have Czar Peter, who won a uh, play-in game against Caesar. Is it Romero or Romano? We, we Romero. Were Romero. Okay. Romero. In the last episode, we butchered it mightily yeah. over and over. So Caesar Romero, yeah. God rest his soul. The great estate actor. of Caesar Romero. Yeah, have they contacted us? Yes, with we have with a cease and desist or or like a <laughs> lawyers are working on with it. you. Okay, good. All right, we got Czar Peter against uh, Tiberius. Tiberius, no slouch, a number three seed, a three overall seed. Um, so we we've got a heavy favorite here. Let's see what happens. Um, 
Jake, let's start with you. Which of these figures could you write a better sitcom about? Ooh. A modern American situational comedy. Which one could you do? Peter the Great. I immediately got Perfect Stranger vibes, some Belky Bartokamis as he's doing his tour around (laughs) Europe. Peter the Great. He's this big, awkward guy. And he's trying to go in disguise to like France and England and Germany. And people are like, oh, hey, that's Peter. That's Peter the Great. And I just think it would play really well uh, for the audiences at home. I think Tiberius. Is this a, uh, no, okay. I, I love the way you leaned into that. You got right into it. I'm curious. Are you, is this a la the office, like a break in the fourth wall kind of thing? Or, or I, what do you have in mind? Uh, I don't, well, I mean, like I said, I, I got Perfect Strangers vibes, but I think it could do a four. I mean, he could do a, he could do a Jim Helber, like, mm? like looking at the camera. Long and lanky. So, okay. Yeah. And, and I think Tiberius, even the name Tiberius, that's like uh that's like an HBO Max or like an AMC like gritty drama. You don't want to put that on a sitcom. Um yeah, Peter the Great, definitely. Hey, and I don't know if it's just because the name's Peter, but I'm getting a real Peter Sellers vibe personally here. I think that's <laughs> that that that's where my brain's going, but I could just be hijacked by the name Peter. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Uh Eric, what do you think? Who could you who could I, you write a better sitcom about? You. You're saying sitcom the way Jake presented it. I honestly, the only thing I can come up come up with with Tiberius is that he's dealing with a bunch of upstart Christians. You know, you can yeah. maybe write the Christians as this goofy new thing. Uh, outside of that, it would get old really quick um, because he's going to be busy massacring people and uh, destroying temples and stuff. So, yeah, his, for a his sitcom, really- Peter the Great. Yeah, Tiberius' story is tragic. It's like Sopranos-esque. You don't want... That's not sitcom I, stuff. That's, no, don't get me wrong. I want to see it on HBO. I'd watch it, yeah. But, right, but, but it's hard to put a laugh sitcom. track to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, all right, Eric, uh, over to you. Who would you rather be for a day? Peter the Great or Tiberius? I mean, I... I don't mind the cold and I'm going to base it on weather. Uh, Tiberius doesn't have to spend all his time in Russia. So I'd rather be Tiberius for a day. All right. Tiberius gets better weather points on the board. Jacob, what do you think here? Uh, no, I'm still I'm still feeling my Peter hijinks. I'm really excited to go. Well, I'm going to go learn how to build a ship today and all that stuff. So <laughs> I think I'm I'm sick of Peter. I'm I'm on the Romanov train. Okay, wow, that's that's very decisive, man. You uh, you're you're all over that. Um, yeah. Okay, last question. Uh, Zor Peters in the got got a commanding lead. Uh, Jake, let's go with you. Let's see if you can just finish this out with your obvious love of Zar Peter. <laughs> whose mind, whose mind would you rather read, Tiberius Ooh. or Zar Peter? Oh man, that's a that's a dark wormhole. Um, I don't know if I'd like to read either of their minds, but I think I'd be less traumatized if I read Peter's. Um. Tiberius, some weird, dark stuff happened during his lifetime. And I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to peek behind the curtain of that. 
So you're not I, sure if you want all that clogging up your dome. That's, that's no, a good idea. And I'm not saying Peter is, was sunshine and rainbows, but what I know is, I don't know, it's just less dark. I think Tiberius would be too much for me. So I'm going to go by Peter by default. All right. That definitely gives it to uh, Czar Peter, uh, just for the heck of it, Eric. Who, uh, who would you have picked for that? I give Peter the thumbs up there because like Jake said, there's a lot of darkness in Tiberius. You know, Peter's a curious guy, got a lot of uh, wacky ideas, wants to try new things out. I kind of like that. And that'd be kind of fun to poke around in. All right. Um, that, that, that is a 14 seed putting a flat beat down on a three seed there. That is five to one. That is decisive. Um, and I'll tell you what, I felt like going into this round, this matchup specifically, I'm like, I thought Tiberius was going to take it because um, I thought before he became emperor, he was a great general. He was like a really good husband. Him and his wife were madly in love. Like there was a lot of stuff that was in his favor. Um, but the way the questions worked out, I mean, it just tilted towards Peter. Well, no. And and, and when Tiberius sees this episode, because I, I, I know he's a fan. I know he watches. Yeah. He's one of our subscribers. Once somebody explains to him what a sitcom is, he's going to be yeah. pissed. Yeah, he is. He's not going to be happy. And uh, I will say this, Eric, didn't we get a recent fan comment from a certain ruler? Yeah, a certain czar. Yeah, he uh, commented on my video about him. Uh, <laughs> he thought it was great. He loved it. Um, so it was that Tsar Nicholas. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it. I mean, I'm not going to say no to that. You might not like our Russo-Japanese series coming up, but thank you for your <laughs> patronage. All right. Yeah. Buddy. Okay. Uh, three matchups left here in the Caesar 16. Uh, the play-in for this had Hadrian putting a 3-0 beat down on Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace really rolled over. Uh, they got mm -hmm. exposed for, you know, having a real lack of competition. They really mm -hmm. only got here because of the Zach Galifianakis connection. Um, and they just couldn't hold up against Hadrian. So now we have Hadrian, an 11 seed against number six, uh, Caesar Augustus. Do you guys, do you guys have anything to say about this before we get started? I mean, I, I think the favorite is Caesar Augustus going into Clearly. it. I, th I think you can't, the smart money would be on him. What's the over under right. or what's the line? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the liner, the line is, uh, I say Augustus by two. I, I was going to say Caesar. Well, let's go two and a half because we got to do half points oh, yeah, here. Right. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to go two and a half. I'm going to give him the, uh, the home field advantage as well. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Eric, let's start with you. Who would you rather hypnotize to do your bidding? Hadrian or Caesar Augustus? Oh, Caesar Augustus. I, 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 he's got so much more power. Whatever it is I needed done. Uh, Caesar, I mean, they could both probably get it done, but I feel like Caesar's got more leverage over everybody. He also has twice as much time in, in office and power. So Caesar Augustus. Right. It's like if you hypnotize Ciolic and tell him to get you a million dollars, it's not going to happen. But you hypnotize <laughs> Caesar Augustus and it's showing up, man. You're going to get yeah. you a million dollars. Yeah. Oh, he better comment on this. <laughs> Caesar Augustus, like, subscribe, follow. Uh, I agree. It's uh, I don't even know if it's close. Caesar Augustus, man, the his word was law. There's. Yeah, you you'd want him to be the guy. All right. Which are with a barrage of three pointers, Caesar Augustus takes an early lead. Um, Jake, let's start with you this time. 
Who would make a better life coach, Hadrian or Caesar Augustus? Uh, Hadrian, because he would use walls as metaphors for life and like each brick is a step into the right direction and like don't let the picks invade your soul and stuff like that. So I think Hadrian would do some really good life coaching. Uh, do, do you think the wall is something that occurred to him or do you think he ran on sort of a wall themed? You think he was like, let's build that wall and make the picks pay for it. I don't know, but um, no, I think, I think it was, he's just like, you know, as he's emperor, he's like, these guys will just not stop. So. Just, so have you seen that wall? I mean, it's not the great wall of China. I don't know who that no. wall was stopping to be completely frank i mean i i mean the way i've heard uh, it the, is it's more picks, it was more of a know se- how to go over it well yeah <laughs> it was more of a series of forts right like it wasn't as we think of like the great wall of china but um it, it's got it sections that are actual wall but it's more of a garden wall than a yeah you know, keeping out the huns kind of wall but it, but they had garrison stationed periodically and that was more the deterrent than the wall itself Okay, so 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 Jake, you're going better life coach, you're going Hadrian. Yep. Eric, what do you think? Well, I like that uh that kind of uh analogy where he's got you know all these things to refer to. I think Caesar Augustus would have more. He's like, you know, I, I was doing military training, my uncle died. He's got the whole like David Goggins thing going on. I just got to keep going. My uncle gets killed. I'm going to take up arms. I'm going to, you know, befriend all of the the few friends that my uncle had left. I'm going to fight with them to restore order. uh, And then I'm going to have to off them. And so you have no idea what I've come up through. You can do it too. Uh, I have, and I got through all of that and became emperor. And if you invest now at the bottom level, you too can be an imperator. Yeah, after me. Okay. All you need is three other Caesars above you, and then the money really starts rolling in. <laughs> you got to get your two legs. You got to get, get your those legs. Caesars yeah. to get two more Caesars. Right. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's an no, it's, inverted diamond. It's, it's very it's a multi-level <laughs> marketing system. It's very different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So we got Caesars up three to one. Adrian needs to come back here. This just might be the question that gets it for him. Um, Eric, let's start with you on this one. Hadrian or Caesar Augustus? Who's likely, who's more likely to buy the first round of drinks? I'm going to go with, uh, I think Hadrian, because I think, Augustus just does not trust anybody. He, I don't think he's a guy to buy drinks. He, he's watching everybody too much. He's not interested in buying drinks. He's, he's got an eye out for everybody because everybody's backstabbed everybody else. He's running through all the options, all the scenarios. He's playing it all out. I mean, he might buy a drink, but it's not, Hey, I'm buying drinks. It's here, have this drink. And I'm going to sit back and watch you drink it. And And if you live, that's some real purple wedding vibes right there. Um, hey, hey, Brutus, why don't you buy around, Brutus? You know, I was on the fence until you said that, Eric, and, and now I'm definitely going to go Hadrian uh, as oh well. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, I, got, I got a little scared with the way Eric described Augustus buying a drink for me, and I'm going to go with Hadrian. 
All right, Hadrian uh, comes back strong. Because I'm sure he bought Mark Antony drinks at one point. Oh, I'm sure he did. And that didn't turn out so great. And Lepidus and Pompey Sextus. Ten years later, he's like, worst decision of my life. Never buying drinks again. Yep. So we in overtime? Yeah, we are. We're we're, we're in overtime. First overtime. Uh, Jake, let's start with you on this one. Hadrian or Caesar Augustus? Who would make a better sidekick? <laughs> Who's a better Robin to your Batman? Oh, Who's a better man. Lowell to your Hardy? You know that scene after Endgame where Thor is on uh, Peter Quill's ship <laughs> and... Uh, they're and vying for power. Peter, they're vying for power, and, and Thor's like, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're the of course, captain, of course. You know, and uh, of course, I feel like that's what Augustus would be on my ship. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, no, no. You're totally. You're in charge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." So, with that said, I got to go, Hadrian. I, I don't see, I don't see Augustus sidekicking it with me. He's not going to sidekick for long, is he? And that's scenario, no, especially. No, next thing, him and Rocket Raccoon are shooting me out the shuttle and it's uh no fun for me no bueno because that's really what augustus was he started out as the second triumvirate right it was just in a sense three three buddies working together and then next thing you know augustus is imperator of an entire he's not he's not a very good sidekick he's not sidekick material no no like i i would love to have somebody that powerful as a sidekick but it's clear he would not be my sidekick. He would have to be, I would have to be his. And Hadrian sidekick. respects boundaries, hence the wall. Oh. He wouldn't encroach upon my authority. If it's Caesar Augustus, you better keep your head on a swivel, I think yeah. is what you're saying. So and that's, that's Are we fair. saying the Hadrian six man just came off the bench and won the game mm-hmm. against Caesar Augustus? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think That's the amazing. overtime score was was twelve to two. That was dominant. So, and it was all um, it was all bench players. Yeah, because of sidekicks. Wow, I guess. And I'll say this: I know, <laughs> I know, Kaiser Roll is just doing damage in in the East bracket, but this might be a bigger upset having Caesar Augustus go out in his first match. That's, That's right. Huge. This is his first game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, he, he only had, time he's ever lost is tonight. That's the only time. Probably had too many carbs while he waited for this game. Yeah. All right. All right. Big so one. we got two matchups left. Uh, this one is, this is a prime time matchup uh, because in the opening round, Caesar Milan put an old fashioned beat down on Vespasian. <laughs> First of all, I just love saying the word Vespasian. Uh, I'm going to miss that yeah. for the most part more Don't than anything. Soon. But uh, Caesar Milan, a 23 seed up against Nero, a seven seed. Um, I mean, Caesar Milan takes out Vespasian, a great name, has a matchup with arguably the second best name in this whole thing with Nero. Jake, we're going to start with you on this one. Okay. Which makes more people happy, Caesar Milan or Nero? (laughs) 
I mean, is that even really <clears throat> a question? Uh, obviously, oh. Nero. No, 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 no. Uh, Caesar Milan, any day of the week. That I mean, everything about him is joyful and happy. I, I apparently Nero didn't even come out for the first half. If that was the the way this one started, unless Eric's going to disagree, I can't imagine he is. I mean, he made himself happy. That was probably about it. So Caesar yeah. Milan takes that one. Wow, Caesar Milan is an early lead over Nero. All right, um, this next one could even it up. Eric, let's start with you. Which of these people would you rather clone? Nero or Caesar Milan? Caesar Milan. I don't want more Neros. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have more but, people but out there. Hang on, if I could be devil's advocate, whispering. we currently have a Caesar Milan. Yeah. Having more whispering down creatures from their bad habits would be good. That's fair. I mean, no, no, there's no, it's like, hey, we could clone dinosaurs. Listen, bad idea, right? Clearly. Like we don't need Nero Park. It's a bunch of Nero's running around. (laughs) doing and setting things on fire. (laughs) Okay. They learned to open doors. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to go to that park though. So... (laughs) If it ever opens up, I'm getting a pass. I'm getting a fast pass. Uh, I got to go Caesar Milan. I mean, I just don't know how you can want more Nero in your life. That's that's not a good thing for America. That's not a good thing for the world. Um, mostly not for America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be burning down a bunch of brownstones in New York so he can build a nice big house and. Yeah, I just, that's not good. You know, maybe LA or San Francisco could use him though. Do you want him to burn down LA or San Francisco to make a house? I mean, he, no, he, I mean, he maybe just tried a couple of years ago, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Okay. So uh, wrap your head around this. Caesar Milan puts up his second 4 0 beatdown <laughs> of a vastly higher ranked opponent. Apparently Caesar Milan, the king killer, is what he is because he is just slaying it today. <laughs> Holy Four man! Four nothing, mercy rule, amazing. All right, that brings us to our last matchup of the Caesar sixteen. Um, we had a uh, we we had a play in beatdown Diocletian over Trajan. Diocletian earned himself a a matchup against our number two seed Claudius, a heavy hitter, a blue blood. Kansas, if you will. Mm-hmm. All right, Diocletian against Claudius. Let's uh, let's go. get right let's get right into it. Jake, who would it be more fun to dress up as for Halloween? <laughs> Diocletian um, or Claudius? Hmm. Well, if I remember correctly, Claudius was born. Um, he had a limp, and I think he. Uh, he had some other affliction. I don't know what if it was a stutter or something, um, but he he had. I know he had this limp, and, and I, he might have had like a palsy or something like that. Yeah, seizures. Um, and when he got older, it, it got better. But I think those characteristics would play into Halloween because right now, I my image of Diocletian and Claudius is two white Roman guys, and that's not. 
really specific enough. Whereas like if it was Nero, definitely Nero, because he dressed up and he did all sorts of crazy stuff. Same thing with Caligula, but these two, I don't think they'd have many distinctions other than Claudius had some physical ailments, which you could play up for Halloween. So I'm going to go Claudius on that one. All right, Claudius. Eric, same question. What do you got? Who you'd rather dress up as for Halloween? So apart from, uh, you know, dressing up as some, some possible maladies as being horribly offensive. Um, I think Claudius, uh, you know, just looking at the busts of them, uh, you know, Diocletian has a beard and some, some wreath that he wears kind of nondescript Claudius though, uh, does have a, a more significant kind of headdress thing that he wears and I think that's that's going to set him apart. Probably more interesting to dress up as. I mean, it's it's two zero, but this is again they're, they're right. very they're very going to be very similar. It's robe and a it's a to, toga and a headdress. So okay, Claudius is out in front, two nothing. Eric, the world would be a better place if we had more. Of which one of these two? Oh my heavens. The world would be a better place if we had more Diocletian or if we had more Claudius. Uh, so assuming both are basically carry out wildly atrocious acts throughout their reigns, Diocletian did kind of stabilize the empire, uh, kind of a third century that was calamitous brought to an end by bringing it under control. I'll have to go Diocletian. He's clawing his way back in. Jake, what do you think? Uh, he's going to get knocked down a little bit because I'm going to go Claudius. Uh, Claudius was a historian. So that alone makes him pretty awesome. Uh, he wrote over 20 books, uh, like eight books on Etruscan history. He wrote, uh, he wrote a history of Augustus that at the time was apparently a little too truthful. Um, and that's what actually kept him out of politics for much of his early life, um, is that he was not afraid to write truthful history. Um, he also took over after a tumultuous time in the empire. He took over after Caligula died um, and he stabilized the empire as well. Um, it said he was largely a, a pretty good emperor. Um, all in all, he wasn't great. He was no Augustus, but he was definitely no Nero or Caligula, um, but he was just a, a stable, capable leader. Um, so I, I would go Claudius. All right. Uh, Claudius is up three to one going into our uh, third question. Jake, let's start with you. Which of these two men would make a better prom date? Let's say... Uh, <laughs> one of these guys is coming over to take your oldest daughter out for her, uh, let's call it her junior prom. Who would you rather see when you open the door? Oh, well then Claudius, cause I don't want, I don't want Diocletian anywhere near my children. No. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the, the quiet history guy over the brutal conqueror. Yeah. I don't Yeah, He's a lot that. less likely to make, to make moves in the, uh, yeah. in the van. Right. Yeah. I was a quiet history nerd, so I know exactly who I was in high school and it wasn't much. So, uh, yeah, I would want Claudius. 
to be going. You never on. once showed up on a date uh, in a van with smoke rolling out the windows. That was not you. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I had a sweet 787 Chevy Nova, all four cylinders popping. But uh, Ooh. yeah, there's no AC. Was that a, was that a two door or a four door? It was the four door. It was the, four, the, oh, the four door Nova, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it was responsible. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I, I think that that that, that yeah, settles. Yeah, I, I concur on that. You have anything? Okay, Claudius through. Okay, Claudius is through. That brings us to our, uh, our last matchup for the Caesar sixteen. No, that was our last matchup. My bad. Caesar right, sixteen hey, is complete. The, the, the Caesar sixteen was good. The, the, a lot of unexpected stuff. A lot of uh, low seeds are still moving ahead, unbelievably. Um. I'm, I'm again, I'm looking forward to going back and watching this and really seeing what happened there. My, my, my head is spinning. So, um, everybody come back and, uh, see what happens in the, uh, God, you had a great name, Jake. What'd you call it? The, the Imperator, Imperator eight. eight. Yes. The Imperator love eight. I love next, it. Everybody. All right. We'll see you there. See you next time. <laughs>